everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to the Happy Health Podcast. My guest today is amazing. She's a ball of energy and has a truly amazing mission. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Roxanne Merkett is a digital marketer turned micro business coach who helps moms recognize and care for their truest and most forgotten part of themselves. And she is on a mission to help a thousand women start a business. Military wife and mom of two, Roxanne has been a digital marketer for over a decade. She's the founder of Mont Marina, a space for women who are discovering their entrepreneurial strength and need mentors and a community to support them. Roxanne also hosts the Reimagining Hustle podcast where she interviews guests about the intersection of parenting and entrepreneurship. Roxanne has a degree in marketing from the Huntsman School of Business and a master's degree in corporate communication with an emphasis in social media. When she isn't staring at her computer screen, Roxanne has an insatiable thirst for travel, adventure, and anything reasonably quirky. Her superpower is curiosity. She's also an avid sports fan, musician, and can make an incredibly delicious batch of fudge in 13 minutes. In this episode, we discuss how success is not always a straight path and how to reimagine your life so it fits what you want. So let's get to it. Hey everyone, it's Amy. I have another guest today. Super excited. Miss Roxanne Merkett. How are you doing, Roxanne? I'm so good, Amy. How are you? Good. I was just, we were just talking before the podcast. I have been scoping you out on your website and Instagram, and I could not wait to get you in here and have this conversation. So let's get right to it. Let's, yeah, let's tell do the it. audience what you do and how you got there. Oh boy. Okay. So this is one of those questions that I'm like, I was born on a Monday evening during Monday night. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go back that far. I currently am a website designer, a business coach for small businesses. Okay. And I run a, a thing called Mont Marina, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little yep. bit more. But what that is, is a space for baby entrepreneurs to be mentored by mama entrepreneurs. And I got into this. It's kind of one of those, I've, I've had a really winding journey, mm -hmm. you know, um, I actually got started as a graphic designer. My dad bought me a copy of Photoshop when I was 11 years old. Wow. My dad's a small business owner. He runs his own business and, um, out of his basement. And so I grew up watching entrepreneurship. That was yeah. like my world. And that was all I wanted, you know? And so mm -hmm. when I went to school, I, I studied marketing because I knew I wanted to understand the business world more. Right. A lot of my classmates really were super interested in like the big corporate world. And I was like, no, I'm here for the entrepreneurship side of things. Yeah. Like me and little businesses were besties. Love and, um, anyway, and so it was, it was really interesting. So I, I got a marketing degree, which is really fun. And, mm -hmm. and I worked, you know, kind of odd jobs here and there, but I started doing websites actually when I was getting my master's degree, I got my master's degree in corporate communication. Wow. I actually focused on social media which Love is kind of like, I joke, I have a master's degree in Snapchat, right? Which is like <laughs> only kind of a joke, right? Hey, I mean, <laughs> you know? in this day and age, it that's is a what huge is, right? plus. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, I'd been, I've been a designer and a photographer and done, you know, kind of this design world for so long that transitioning into web design was pretty natural. And mm -hmm. so I, I kind of built websites as, right. you know, as I felt like it, but I was working for a chiropractor at, uh, when I was getting my master's degree mm -hmm. and they didn't have a website. They didn't have a logo. They didn't have anything. And I was like, Oh, we're going to change this. And I'm the kind of person who says yes. And then I figure it out. And so I said yes and figured it out and did a really good job and started getting people 
saying who built your website, you know, it was, we were in a smaller town and, and so I started building a lot of the websites for the, the company or like the businesses in town. And, um, anyway, and so it was really fun, right? So I got into, I built on WordPress and it was really great. And I was in the middle of one of my classes, uh, in my master's degree mm-hmm. and my, we, we had to build a website for right. class and I, I popped up and I said, Hey, you know, I know that hosting is expensive. So if anybody in this class, like I'd be happy to host your website for free so that you don't have to have that extra expense. Right. Yeah. So like I'll host it for free for the semester and then we'll call it good. And my professor stopped class, like in the middle of class and what? she looked right at me and she goes, you do websites? And I said, yeah. She goes, do you build on WordPress? And I was like, yeah, that's what I do. And she goes, I desperately need oh. a WordPress designer. We need to talk. And I was like, hey, can we do that like after class, not in front of everybody? Because that would be really, really great. Yeah. Uh, so, we did, so we started, so I started um, doing work for her. Mm-hmm kind of freelancing for her, you know, for her company. Right. And a couple of years later, she called me up and she said, I'm selling my business and I want you to buy it. And I'm wow. like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, okay, <laughs> sure. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Cause it was all the clients that I already knew that I was already working with. And so, uh, anyway, so I bought that business out, which was really fun. It was a nice way to kind of expand my web design business. And in the process of doing all these things, you'll learn a lot about business, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I had a business degree, I had a marketing degree. Uh, I had the master's degree in communication, which was a nice accent to the marketing degree. And and so I naturally transitioned into coaching and consulting my clients because we would talk and we would have conversations about websites. And for me, it was more about making something pretty. It was about making something really functional, Functional. really effective and making sure that it was, it was going to convert and do what you wanted it to do. Right. So anyway, it was kind of a natural transition into that, you know, and so we would, I transitioned and, and started doing more of this consulting and coaching and still doing all the website stuff, but it was, I really pulled a lot of it in. Right, right, right. Um, anyway, and then, and so I realized I'm like rambling on and on. I'm no, so you're sorry. good. I, I, so I've written down so many points that I want to ask you. I know this is good though. This is really good. Um, anyway, and so, so I, a, a couple of um, years ago, so I, I'm a mom of two and I loved this hustle culture, right. Mm-hmm. That I was super into. And so I'm, you know, when I was going to school and when I was doing all this mm-hmm. website stuff, it was hustle, 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 go, go, go. And all the entrepreneurs I followed online, like fed into that hustle. That's the life. Yeah. And then I had my first child and my whole world stopped. And I was like, Oh, we got to do things differently. And so, um, anyway, so that changed my whole world. That changed the way I did business. That changed everything about what I was doing because I realized I was not living the life that I wanted to be living. Mm. Yeah. And so I, I have a podcast about it. Actually, we'll probably talk about yeah. that too, that I host a podcast called reimagining hustle, where I talk to moms who are entrepreneurs and we talk about yeah. what is it actually like to reimagine what hustle looks like. Right. And, um, anyway, and so as I kind of did that, I'm realizing there's a lot of bro marketing and, mm-hmm. and my friend coined the term productivity, right? Bro productivity and bro productivity. <laughs> Kate, shout out to Kate there. That one's all her word. Uh, anyway, and so I, a couple of months ago said, you know, it would be really great if there were a space to be mentored yeah. by a lot of people, not just one people. It's not like the gospel of Roxy. You're not right. going to get the gospel right. of Roxy. But what I've done is I brought on some really brilliant, brilliant women who have a lot of experience, a lot of, um, a lot of time under their belt, but a lot of experience in there in this world of like, Hey, we don't have to do things the way that all the men in our lives tell us we have to do mm-hmm. them. We can actually do things with, um, with kindness and grace and compassion. We could market with empathy. We can, you know, focus on mm-hmm. having 
living the world we want to live and having the business we want to have, right. you know, and doing all those things. And so Mont Marina was born as a space to come yeah. in and be mentored by all of these women, right? It's basically a place to come and like pick brains of yes. these brilliant, brilliant women. Um, so there you go. That's like my, my journey to get here. There have been, you know, there's some like started and failed businesses along the way. And also, oh, I love it. Okay. So I'm trying to think of where I want to go. Cause I, <laughs> I know I just like dumped it all on you. Right. No, but I think it's so good because one of the reasons why I love having people on the podcast and having people just share their journey is that you said something, it's a winding journey, right? Like yeah. it, it wasn't a straight path. No. Right? Yeah. And I think people look at somebody who they deem is already successful, right. And quotes, whatever that means to them. Oh, yeah. They think it's like, they're like, how did I get there? And when they're struggling, they don't realize everybody struggles as well. <laughs> oh my word. Everybody struggles and nobody talks about it. No, this is why sure. I love having people on and I'm like, thank God you didn't have like a straight path because nobody did. I want people to put it out there and share it, you know? Um, oh, yeah. So I love that. That was one thing that you said was like winding journey, right? Because yeah. it's just never, it's never perfect. And yeah. you, the other thing that I, you said that I really resonated with was to say yes and figure it out. Yeah. I don't know if you guys, you probably already know, uh, especially if you're marketing Marie Folio, uh -huh. sure everything is figure outable. Yeah. People are always like, well, how do you know this? How do you know this? I'm like, I did it. <laughs> Just figure it out. I learned enough words to Google stuff. Yes. I'll tell you a fun story about that. I was actually, um, I was replacing my sprinkler system, not mm -hmm. all the whole system, but I'd right. replaced sprinkler heads just a couple weeks ago. And I, I'm a quite handy person. And so like mm -hmm. I could, I've redone the inside of my house right. completely. You know, it's that, that makes sense to me, but sprinklers for some reason really stressed me out. And I didn't even know what to Google. That's like, that was the thing. You don't even know the that, words. Right. Exactly. It's like, yeah, I can say yes and figure it out, but I don't know what to do. And so I have a friend of mine, she's actually a horticulturist and, and oh, has wow, yeah. done like some of the big gardens in the state where I live. Yeah. Like she's brilliant. So I called her up and I said, Hey, can you come over and help me? You know? And so she came over and she said, okay, tell me where we're at. And I said, Dory, I don't even know. Like, I know that's a sprinkler head. And that's yeah. it. That's all I got. Like, I don't know. And so she started me from the very basics and she's like, okay, this is how this works. Right. Mm -hmm. This is what this is called. And I was like, okay, that's really helpful. Like now yeah. I know what to Google, right? Like now I can figure it out. So anyway, ask yeah, questions. I, that's it, yeah. It's, it's so important. Like, it's just about like, we don't know, we don't have to know everything, right? Yeah. I think a lot of people assume when they're starting a health journey or a business or any journey, even a mom, like you don't have yes. to know everything. Like you, nobody knows everything. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously, like nobody knows everything. Right. And anybody who tells you they do is Lying. full of crap. <laughs> and there's also on this note, you got me on my soapbox hearing me. No, go. I love on it. This note, there is not just one right way to do something. Exactly. Right? 100% agree. Like, my journey is my journey and I've learned the things that I've needed to learn based on my journey, mm -hmm. but the things that I've learned have helped me, but that's just like one way to do things, right? Yeah. Like websites is a great example. I build everything in WordPress, right? Yeah. Does that mean that that's the like only Squarespace way. Is, yeah. is bad? No, Squarespace right. is another great way to do, to do websites, right? It's yes. just like tools. So anyway, yeah, there's, nobody knows how to do everything. Yeah. Nobody and knows I what they're doing. And I let, I, I think that's so important for people to hear. Like it's, it's because people get so stuck. I'm literally in the, in the middle of doing, I have a, a course called the happiness program. And one of the things is one of the modules is just on starting and like mindset and failure and, and having that fear of it. And people are like, well, how do you know? How do you, and I'm like, I did it. We no. don't, nobody no, knows. You don't. <laughs> Elizabeth Gilbert. I think it's Liz Gilbert in her, I, I, 
Oh, I hope that I'm not misquoting. I think it's from her book, Big Magic. But she That's talks about follow. Oh, it's such a good book. I love that book. <laughs> I think it's in that one. Is that the one where she talks about following your curiosity? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of in my brain. That's yeah. it's tied to that book. That cover. One is, yeah. But just this idea of following your curiosity, right? It's like, you yeah. don't have to know it all. You can be curious about something and ask questions and see what comes up. And after see that. what comes up. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny you mentioned that. I literally, that's one of the books I mentioned in my course on like how to <laughs> no kidding. Like, yes, there's, there's a section on like business and, and mm -hmm. career. And I'm like, just listen to big magic. Like that will oh, change your mind on like one, like not starting an idea that you think is dumb or whatever. I'm like, yeah. these, these are downloads that you're getting, right? Like this, you, that's that whole big magic thing. Yeah. It's so funny that you mentioned that. Like literally we're just, we're awesome. just going, <laughs> <laughs> this week is the one that we're actually going through career and business. So oh, that is like see? such kismet that you <laughs> it's big magic week apparently. <laughs> Look at that. I just love it. Love it. Um, and another thing I noticed is that uh, one thing that, you what I can tell already from you is that you put value and you put yourself out there right like you yeah. said like you by giving value to those to your classmates and just saying hey I can do this for free let's let me help you out yeah. that ended up getting you a business years an later. entire business right yeah <laughs> like that's huge and I think coming from a place of like not what what is in it for me what mm -hmm. can I give to the world uh is yeah. huge right like I, yeah. and of course like as entrepreneurs and as people that need to pay bills, you obviously need that exchange. You gotta get those dollar bills, right? Like you gotta that get them. That exchange happens, but I feel like when you come from a place of like openness and bringing value, it comes. It just oh, comes, yeah. and I could, I could just, I was like, oh my goodness, I was like, oh, where's she going with this story? And then yeah. you got the thing, and I was like, oh, I love it, love yeah, it, love there it. There it is, there it is. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> like, and it doesn't always happen like that, right? Like, it's, right. but it's putting those tiny little moments over and over. I think it's it's important for people to realize like what you do, and I always say what you do today, you may not see until like ninety days in the future, right? Mm -hmm. um, and even past that, obviously yours was way past that. So just making sure that we are putting ourselves out there and just bringing the value. So, all right, let's talk about the moms and on the hustle because I feel like that's a huge, huge thing, right? Yeah. Like, it's um i was just listening i don't know if you listen to bethany frankel's podcast just be oh i'm gonna have to check it out i binged it in two weeks and now i don't know it's oh nice <laughs> <laughs> but she talks about embracing your femininity and like uh i don't know did i say that right but whatever i think so <laughs> you know right I mean? to me <laughs> <laughs> your feminine your feminine essence and all that and she's like that she always asks any female that she has on the podcast like we we always think like being a female is like in business is a bad thing right. how is it a good thing and i think you are doing that right like you're helping women figure out like okay just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't be an right. xyz right so one how did you get the name mott i forgot what it was right Ma marina <laughs> Ma yeah. marina let's talk about that and then i just want to know more about like how you help women like embrace their womanhood but yes. also embrace themselves as entrepreneurs yes oh, this is such an important question so i'm going to answer um the mott marina question first <laughs> but i i have so many thoughts swirling around in my head about the feminine side of things mm -hmm. because of my own journey there so I'm glad that you asked both of these questions. Mont Marina, and I'm going to spell it for you and for your listeners, M-O-N-T-M-A-R-E-N-A. It's actually a blend of two, uh, two spaces that are really significant for me. 
The first is there's a, a neighborhood in Paris called Montmartre, and I cannot say it like a French person could say it because I've known anyway. Spanish. I had a French roommate once who got so irritated that I couldn't do that R. It's just I gave up. But the the this this community is called um, or the the neighborhood is called Montmartre, mm -hmm. right? And it's a space where the artists, it's the art, it's like where Sacre Coeur is and it's where all the artists gathered, right? Yeah. And so if you were this budding artist, you could go there and you could rub shoulders with the greats, right? You could just like breathe in mm -hmm. their, their experience and their talent, <laughs> exactly their essence, exactly. Like you could, that's where you would go. And it was just this community right. of art. And it was, it, it's just, I mean, there's so many cool stories about it and there's so many cool places that I'm so inspired by just that right. community. And that really, so I am a musician, but I'm also an athlete. And so for yeah. me, that really ties into that like artistic side uh, of my yeah. world, right? I mean, I'm a designer. I've, you know, do all the things, whatever. It's fine. That really tapped into that art side of the world. The other piece of this is the word arena. And there's a quote, um, it is, Oh my word. I just drew a total blank as to who it is. It's the credit belongs to the man in the arena whose, whose face is marred by blood and sweat and tears. And I, I, oh, I gotta look it up. I'm so uh, sorry. It's okay. I was about to look it up too. This, this, I'm the same way. I'm like, where did I read that? Where did I read that? You know, you hear, you get. It is. It's Theodore. It's Theodore Roosevelt. So the Perfect. credit belongs to the man in the arena. Mm -hmm. So the, I, I remember very, very clearly the first time I heard this quote, which is really interesting because a lot of times I don't remember it. Right. But mm -hmm. I remember very clearly hearing it and being so struck by it and actually being completely distracted by the rest of the meeting where I was because I was so focused on this quote, it really just, it hit me. And I mean, I've got it like, it's printed out and it's on my jewelry box. It's it. I've got a big poster of it in my office. And, um, and I, I, this idea of the credit belongs to the person who's in the arena, right? The person who is actually there falling mm -hmm. down, getting beat up. Um, and, and so this idea of the arena, like, are you in the arena mm -hmm. is so, has been so significant to me. I mean, like I call my office the arena, right? Like okay. I go to yeah. work arena. <laughs> That's how significant this word is, is to me. And so I thought, well, if I can combine these and that address the athletic side of the world as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I combine these two words, Montmartre and from the, the arena, from the credit belongs to the men in the arena to come up with the word Montmarina, because what it really is, is that it's an opportunity for mm -hmm. women entrepreneurs to be in the arena, to rub shoulders with the greats, to be inspired, to have that community, to breathe in the essence right. of what it is to yes. be a female entrepreneur. So uh, um, that's, that's where the name is. Best, I was, I had no idea why, like, I had no idea where you were going with this name and I, it blew me away. That's like yeah. the best name ever. <laughs> uh, well, that's one of those things that I really, like, it came to me instantly when I was creating this space and I was like, magic. that's such a weird word. I know. Right. I'm like, I, it's like, it's hard to say and it's hard to spell. And it's like, from a branding perspective, I talked myself out of it so many times mm. and I kept having dreams about it. And I kept like hearing yeah. the word and yeah. I was like, fine, fine. I'll do it. Right. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me, but fine. So anyway. I, I've grown rather fond of the word. Um, yeah, so it's really fun. So as you know, it's, again, this is a space geared for women entrepreneurs or those who identify as women, right? And because I, so like I mentioned, I loved this hustle culture, right? And I have never, growing up, I hated being a girl. 
I really hated it. I hated everything about it. Mm -hmm. I hated wearing dresses. I hated that I had this expectation to wear makeup and do my hair. And like, I hated it so much um, because I felt like it was not who I actually was Mm -hmm. as a person, right? Is, you know, I, I identify as cisgender, straight, you know, like all of like, that's, it wasn't that piece of it. Right. It was just having this cultural expectation of what it looked like to be a woman. Yeah. And I never wanted kids. I never like it was I was like, no, yeah. not, nobody's gonna tell me how to be me. Yep. Um, and then I had a miscarriage. I was um I'm one of those who has miscarried multiple times. Yeah. Like I stopped counting, it got so right. bad, but I had my very first miscarriage. I was like, oh, um, maybe I do want kids. <laughs> maybe yeah. because I can't have them now, I do want them. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I have two miracle babies, two rainbow babies that are just like the my whole world. You can probably congrats. Yes, yeah, they're like they're a little wild and crazy right now. Yeah, but but um, <laughs> who is it? But, right. <laughs> Seriously, but in that in that kind of process of realizing, oh, maybe I actually do want to be a mother. I started to embrace this feminine side of me as well. That wasn't, um, it didn't have to look like accepting the beauty industry or, you know, or accepting these traditional, like, this is what a woman is. Mm -hmm. I'm tall. I'm six foot one. I'm quite athletic. And so I like, I'm taller than the average man. Right. (laughs) And excuse me. And, um, anyway, and so it, it was, complicated for me to figure out what does actually feminine look like and it was at the moment that I realized I could slow down and not have to buy into this hustle 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 like big um just like big energy of like everything is a competition don't get me wrong I love a good competition (laughs) I turn everything into a competition but at the expense of what right it was when I started seeing people as people and recognizing that there was something in me that really was thrived on curiosity mm-hmm. that really embraced empathy and compassion yep. slowing down and seeing people for people. It was at that moment that I realized, Oh my word, all of these women entrepreneurs have been told they have to do it this way because yeah. that's how all the men do it. Right. Yep. They have women who will take care of everything in their lives and they can focus on business. But what if, they wanted to do something else. And I was really lucky that, like I said, my dad's an entrepreneur and, and, um, and his whole business is, was in their basement. So growing up, you know, I remember when I was like fourth grade or something, you know, and your body starts to change. (laughs) My mom worked outside the home and she said, I just want you to know, like if your period starts or whatever, your dad knows about women's bodies and you can call him too. Right. And so he was, he was the one who could like stop work and step in and, and be parent to us. And I thought, okay, I want that, but I want women to understand that you don't have to be what anybody tells you to be. Mm -hmm. You can be whatever you feel you want to be. Right. Yep. So that became kind of my drive. If so to kind of back and answer this question of like, what is this femininity? What does this look like? It looks like listening to you Mm-hmm. Instead of what everybody else tells you you're supposed to be. Exactly. Preach. <laughs> and that for me became like being a female doesn't have to look like anything, right? It doesn't yeah. have to look like anything. It can look like 
whatever, what, whatever you yes. are, right? If you identify as a woman, you are a woman. Like yeah. that doesn't mean that you have to do anything, right? You can, I mean, I'm sitting here and you know, my hair's pulled back. I'm working all morning, you know, no makeup on whatever that, like yeah. that doesn't make me any less you. of a woman, right? Yeah. It doesn't make me any less of a woman. And so that became my drive of, we need women to understand that they can listen to themselves. Yes. They can, if they want to be a mom, awesome. If they don't want to be a mom, mm -hmm. awesome. If they want to start a business, awesome. If they want to work for somebody else, awesome. If they like yeah. just the whole stop listening to everybody else and listen to yourself. Exactly. That is for me, the thing that I like, I could preach all day. Love it. Love <laughs> it. It's, all so, day. It's, it's so, and it's so, I talk about that all the time. I was on a uh, uh, spotlight. I'm in a mastermind and they, the guy was interviewing me and he was like, well, how has being a woman held you back? And I was like, I don't let it hold me back. I think, and he meant it as like trying to help other women yeah. like push through like it, it was a very innocent question like yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. like I wasn't like a, and I also it was my friend so I wasn't like I know it, it was okay. you know his intent yeah I know his intent was not like oh how is it it was more like hey how can you help other women push past mm -hmm. that and I was like I embrace it and I I, I dress very like I mean you could see a little bit like I love color so yes I'm like in bright colors like my hair is pulled back today but I have really uh, curly, curly hair. So it's usually like big. And I, I was an accountant and I never stopped doing any of that, even in the corporate world. And what's funny now, I, I realized it was my superpower because men, especially not everybody, but a lot of men look at that and they think, Oh, she's just as cute, pretty, blah, blah. But I'm coming in for you. fire. You are fire. Yes. So, so it helped. It, it makes them drop their guard around me. <laughs> And my husband, who I'm business partners with, and we've had a business for 10 years, he dressed, he's very like, he dresses plain, like he hates like any color or whatever. Yeah. And he also has rest, resting bitch face, but he's like <laughs> a big pillow inside. He's like the softest. <laughs> so they think he's like the, the person to like impress and like do all yeah. that, but it's actually me. Yeah. So they'll tell me things. We'll interview like for, like for our employees and stuff. They'll tell me things that they, they would never tell him. <laughs> And I was like, oh, you messed up. You shouldn't have told you me that. You don't even know. Yeah. But yeah. I, think, I think that's how I've used it. I'm like, oh, I realize that, you know, people think because I look a certain way that I am a certain way. And I'm like, right. that's their problem. Right. Not my problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But so. it's so fun, right? Because that's like, that's you as a woman. It's so, it's, I love the dynamic you just described between your, you and your husband. My husband and I crack up about this too, because I'm the entrepreneur. I'm the business one. I'm like the buy me power tools for Mother's yeah. Day sort of girl. Right. And he is a nurse and he's like in the mental health world. Yeah. He's, he's a therapist and he, you know what I mean? He does all these things. And yeah. so we have those like traditional gender roles, right? right. A little bit swapped in our house. Yeah. Right. And it's so fun because it's like, well, why, why is that anything? Like, why is that even a thing? It's not right. Like in our house, cool. we don't think about it. It's just the things that we love. It's and that drive. So just, yeah. I mean, just like you, right. Is like, is to just embrace everything that makes you, you yeah, and to yes. listen to yourself. That's yeah. it. Right. And, and I've had people comment, they're like, Oh, you think being a mother is stupid. I'm like, no, I don't. I think it's fabulous. If that's what you want to do. Exactly. If yeah. that's what you want to do, yeah. right? And I think, I mean, this is the Happy Health Podcast. I'm all about trying to help people be happy. And I think one of the biggest keys to that is just being yourself and creating your own rules and your own, it just everything, everything. Yeah. 
design it how you want to design it. And that doesn't mean like, I, I know I have coaches and I'm sure you, you've created a whole thing on coaches yeah. and all that. Yep. It doesn't mean you don't look to people and say, oh, that, that person's doing something that I would like to do. It doesn't mean you don't emulate in any way, but you still create your own path and you just do right. it your own way. And when you do that, you just have this like freeing feeling of just like, oh, this is what it feels like to just like oh, be myself, you know? Yes. I think just, and especially in the mom space and the entrepreneur space, like just marrying those and doing it however the heck you want to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. No, no right, wrong way. Like, uh, I know I'm talking to one of the, the moms in my course and she's like, well, you know, I, I think I should be doing this. I'm like, forget about the shoulds. Like, what do you right? want to do, right? Like, yes, yes. <laughs> who gives a crap about the shoulds? Like, I get it that you have a friend that she's doing it this way and this way and this way, and it's working for her, right. but what's working for you, right? Like, right. what does mom, uh, motherhood look like? What does entrepreneurship look like for you? And yeah. and then piece it together. And it's so yes. much, it's so pretty, prettier and so much better when you do it yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. Love it. I can keep talking to you like all day. Same, <laughs> same. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. Okay, but we're, we're kind of getting up on the time. So let's have, let, let's share where people can find you because I know people are going to be like, I need her in my life. <laughs> yes, yes. So you can follow me. I'm at Roxanne Merkett okay. everywhere. So Roxanne Merkett, R-O-X-A-N-N-E-M-E-R-K-E-T. It's like market, Perfect. but with an E. Yeah. Uh, you can find me RoxanneMerkett.com or at Roxanne Merkett on social media. If you want to follow Mont Marina, which definitely like come join us if that sounds like the kind of thing for yes. you. M-O-N-T-M-A-R-E-N-A.com. And it's also at Mont Marina on all the social media channels as well. Love it. So, and I will put all that in the show notes. If Perfect. you're driving or all the thing, you're like, ah, because I know I'm the same. I'm like, listen, oh, I'm, to yeah. I'm like, ah, I need to. <laughs> oh, you just went through that too fast. Little. Yeah, show notes. You're good. Show notes. <laughs> Look at the show notes. It'll be on the, the landing page for this podcast. And last thing, I always end the podcast as podcast asking my guests three questions. So one, what's your book recommendation? Atomic Habits by James Clear. That was quick. You were like ready. I, that is the one that I, <laughs> listen, there, I'm like, which one do I recommend? We talked about Big Magic. If you haven't read Untamed by Glennon Doyle, you got to read that one, you know, that's, I mean, there's The Alchemist, you got to read The Alchemist, but if there's one book that you read, oh, if you've got, if you're, I don't know how many of your listeners are female, but More Than a Body, that's, a, that's one worth listening to as yes. well, More Than a Body by um, Lindsay and Lexi Kite. Um, but if I have to give one, it's Atomic Habits. I love it. That is a good book. Yeah. More Than a Body. That was the one I haven't heard, so. Yeah. I selfishly asked this question so I could get more, <laughs> more book recommendations, but, yes. I haven't read them, but the, the other three I have read and they are fantastic. Yeah. All right. So if there's one, what is one daily habit that is a must for you? So I box, I um, have a bag that hangs in my garage and I must get out and just beat the crap out of that bag every day. Perfect. <laughs> Like yep. such a good answer. I don't think if anybody had anybody say that, but exercise is usually one that people say. Yeah, and that's a huge thing. It is, but like it's exercising in a way that makes you feel really, really good. You know, mm -hmm. I am not a runner. I was a basketball player, so I'll run right. 92 feet back and forth for two hours. But if you ask me <laughs> to like run a mile, hard pass. Thanks, no, don't want to do it. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not a dancer. I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. a biker, swimmer, hiker. But boxing is the thing yes. that just gives me so much joy. Yes. I, I think that's where I'm. A, I don't want to go down another tangent because I know we could stay talking for another hour, but exercise is one of those things. And I'm like, just do 
what you love. Like do that, what fuels your body. Like I did CrossFit for years yes. and it wasn't what yeah. my body needed. I have a lot of injuries, but just even before CrossFit, I just prone to injury and I finally switched to pure bar um and just and, and I own a gym so it's kind of weird that I do my whatever that's but awesome <laughs> that's awesome and I joined the dance company and I've been doing that and it's one it's changed my body more in the last few months than anything else and I love it I cannot oh. wait so it's like who gives a crap about what you think you right? should be doing <laughs> exactly it comes back to that don't shoot all over yourself yeah, right like exactly. do what makes your body feel good there's not one right way to move just yeah. like there's not one right there's all these yeah. different tools right like we talk okay. about find the tool that works for you exactly all right last question uh because this is the happy health podcast if you can tell everybody one thing to make them a little happier and one thing to make them a little healthier what would you say get outside and drink more water and both of those actually work for both. I, yep. Vitamin D is like so important, but water is, is like makes everything run better. But also for happiness, you actually have a huge majority of your serotonin receptors are in your gut, mm. not in your brain. Yeah. And so if you're keeping everything running and moving freely with water, you actually will be chemically happier. I can't, you just blow, I just, there's just so many nuggets in this. <laughs> I just got, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on here and just sharing your, your light. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you and I can't wait to co continue connecting after yes. the podcast because I feel like we need to. <laughs> I'm like, we are basically like part of my life now, Amy. So yeah. thanks for having me. This yeah. has been a blast. I think it's important work that you're doing. So thanks for, Thank for putting you. goodness into the world. Thank you. All right. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.